You're listening to an audio message from The Well, a gospel-centered church family in Hastings, Nebraska that exists to grow disciples and glorify God. For more information, please visit www.thewellhastings.com. My name is Eric Bartos. I'm a, a leader here at The Well. And, uh, and so tonight, this is my first opportunity to speak at you guys, um, preach at you guys. And uh, it's really cool. Um, I'm not... I, I will. I will say this. I'm not as articulate as, say, like Joe or Brandon or Michael when he's got up here. Um, that's just I. You know, you guys have listened to me enough that that you can tell that. But what I do like to do, I mean, it's it's you know they say that that a picture is worth a thousand words, and uh, what I do like to do is this kind of stuff down here. I like to tinker and make stuff, and I just I thought of something really cool um, that hopefully connects with the text and gives you guys a visual to, to take home with you in the midst of all my rambling and stuttering and, and all that good stuff. So, so, you know, maybe you can connect this with the text and, and, uh, and it'll be good. Um, I pray it is anyway. I pray that's the way it works. Um, so, listen, if you guys, uh, if we could pray real quick again, that would be fantastic. And then, and then we'll then we'll get into it here. Father, um, man, thank you for this opportunity to be up here in front of these guys. Thank you for the opportunity to preach. Um, God, it's just fantastic. Um, you know, on, on one hand, it kind of shows that you have a, have, have kind of a sense of humor, I guess. Um, but but I just pray, Lord, that 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 through my ramblings, Lord, that 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 you would just be glorified. Um, Father, that's, that's what it's all about. I just hope something here points towards you, makes people look in their hearts and just, and just want to seek after you. Um, God, I love you, and I just pray that that's what happens tonight. In your name, amen. All right. Cool. All right. So... I, uh, I am, apart from doing this here, from, from being here part, part, of, the, part of the well, I, uh, I've been a, I, I, I weld. I'm a welder. I've been doing that for almost 20 years now. And uh, part of that, what I'm doing is, uh, is, is this this non-destructive testing, okay? And it's, it's, it's really kind of cool. The, uh, I mean, part of it, I'll come down here. And it's, it's neat, and I was doing this one day at work and my mind just went like, right? And because I'm doing this, and it's it's called liquid penetrant testing. And what you do is is you take like a clean like this here. You can see it's just all busted. To, you know, it's it's broken. You can you can see that. You don't need any. But this one here, it looks whole. Okay, it, it looks it looks like it's in good shape. And it, 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 like with the parts that work on the weld on the on the weldments, you take and you look, and you have this part that looks just like pristine. It looks it looks fantastic, right? And and so you, you do this process, you clean it, and then you put you put dye on it, and then you'll take and you'll clean it off again, and uh, then you put this developer stuff on it, and it it it'll draw out 
any, any like imperfections. The dye seeps through, the dye seeps out of the, any of the uh, imperfections or the cracks or the holes or anything like that in the weld that you can't see. Um, and sometimes you might have to, you know, if, if, if something pops up, then you might have to grind on it or re-weld a little bit and then go through the whole process again. And uh, just as, as I was doing that, I was doing that one day at work and I was like, wow, this is like, this is God's word, you know. This, this is what God, I mean, this is how God's word, uh, uh, how it, how it works in our lives. We, we, we dive into God's word and it, it, it draws out imperfections. It, it looks us square in the face and brings out, we're looking at, you know, our, whether it's sin, our need to, 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 you know, to repent for, you know, to, to, you know, reason to rejoice, just anything like that. And, and, Thought it was really thought it was really cool. So like this one here, you can tell this one's broken. This one looks whole. I mean, we all it's really easy. Some stuff in our lives is really easy to spot, you know. Uh, we're all screwed up. We all have our faults. We all sin. We But I mean, some things some things are a little bit deeper. They're a little bit harder to dig at. And so we just keep constantly having to go back to God's word to uh, to 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 draw those out. And so like right here, so we'll take this here and we'll brush this dye on here. All right. Kind of let that soak and sit a little bit. But so it's it, it's just kind of a constant process when I'm doing this, you know. Like I said, well, you might have you might find an imperfection, and you gotta you gotta you gotta get after it. You gotta do the work. You gotta grind on it a little bit to take it out, and then you go back and you do this again. It's just a constant retesting. Um, it can be in a lot of cases to to uh, till you finally get your finished product the way you want it, um, air free, you know. And so. So as we take, we wipe off the excess here. So as I'm doing this and I'm just having like this, this major moment, I felt pretty proud of myself, right? And, and, uh, and it was just, It was, I was just like, wow, that's God's, that's God's word working on our lives. God's word reveals the, the imperfections.
you see as that developer starts to dry, it uh, it's not whole. You know, it's it's flawed. It has issues, just like we all do. You know, and uh, and sometimes you know, and sometimes we have to dig and really search into God's word and be open to His Spirit. You know, uh, speaking to us to uh, to to really address that stuff and 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 to work on that. And you can see as as time goes on. It's just, it's gonna bleed out even more and it's gonna be, become even more prevalent. And so as I'm, as I'm thinking about this, as I'm thinking about this, it, it made me think of uh, the verse, a verse in Hebrews. And it's gonna be Hebrews 4, 12. If you guys wanna grab your Bibles, open them up and turn there, that'd be fantastic. That'd be great. So, are we all there? Getting close, maybe? All right, so this is what the author in Hebrews has to say. Um, this is uh, chapter four, verse 12. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to, to the division of the soul and of the spirit, of the joints and the marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of our hearts. So I, 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 that just, that made me think about that because it's like it's, it's you know, it's, it's piercing, it's penetrating, it's, it's, it's bringing out God's word is 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 bringing our our imperfections, our needs, our need of Him, uh, um, right out into the forefront to us, and that's that's kind of what this does. It, it brings out the imperfections and the parts. And <clears throat> so I was, I was just I was thinking of a couple. I I just start started thinking of, of a couple questions. You know, is is. Uh, is the is the is the spirit discerning and active to us, you know? And 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 what do we do with that when that happens? And is it is it alive to us? Is God's word is God's word alive to us? Um, is it active in our lives? And so I, I as I'm starting here, we'll, uh, for the word of God is living and active. The Word of God is alive. Second Peter, uh, chapter one, verse twenty and twenty-one says, "Knowing this first of all, that no prophecy of Scripture comes from someone's own interpretation. For no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Spirit." So it's it's. The Bible was written by by forty some different authors, human authors, and it's it's very much a historical document. Um, its writers uh, uh, talk about actual events. Um, they 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 talk of their own experiences, and uh, which adds which adds something to the text. But we can't ever lose sight of the fact that, that they were writing as they were led or carried in the spirit. Um, 
In 1 Corinthians 2, 12 and 13, Paul writes, Now we have not received the spirit of, of the world, but the, the spirit who is from God, that we might understand the, these things freely given, given us by God. And we impart this in words not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Spirit, interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual. And so, you know, these, these writers being led in God's Spirit, inspired by God, is what makes it profitable for teaching and reproof and correction and training in righteousness. As Paul writes in uh, 2 Tim Timothy 3.16. And it's, it's, it's the same spirit, that, and, and that's the thing. Sometimes we, we look and we think, man, these guys are just like super spiritual heroes, you know? And, and they're not. I mean, the, the same spirit that was with, the, the same spirit that was in these guys, with these guys, is the same spirit that, that is alive and abiding in us today. And so, you know, um, time moves on, context changes, but God's word is, is still relevant because it, it's alive, it's living, it's, it, it, you know, that his, his spirit is with us just as much as it was with these guys back, back when, we, when, they, when they wrote this. <clears throat> the Bible is, is God's story to us, um, is that of uh, redemption for his people, of his coming kingdom, and it's really, it's, it's the story of the Redeemer redeeming his, his redeemed people. Um, you know, and it's, it's, it's active. It's not just, it's, it's, it's life-giving. As we look, um, you know, it, it's, it, so it's living and it's active. You know, the Word of God is, is, is it, it gives life. Um, quite honestly, it's, it's you know, the, the, the gospel, it's, it's, you know, it's through the, the hearing of, word, of God's Word preached. It's through the reading of God's Word, you know, through ourselves or, 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 or watching somebody walk out, you know, their, their witness, their, their, their testimony in front of us. That that's a lot of the reason why a lot of us are sitting here today. Um, you know, it, it's it's how it's how we come to, to saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. First um, Peter uh, chapter one verse twenty three says, <clears throat> "Excuse me, since you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but imperishable." through the living and abiding word of God. You know, it's the gospel. It's quite, it's literally the good news. It's a story of Jesus coming up from, or giving up, excuse me, giving up his place in heaven, coming to this world in meekness and humility. And you know, being rejected by man, he suffered, was brutally beaten, put to death on a cross, and he did that willingly. He was a propitiation for our sins, a substitute. And three days later, rising again, he conquered the grave and death itself. When, 
You know, when we, when we repent of our sins and we put our faith and trust in him, we're, we're reconciled through his blood, reconciled to God through his blood. And we can stand justified before God. We're no longer enemies, but, but we're, he looks at us, you know, we're no... We're, <clears throat> Excuse me. He, look, he no longer looks at us as, as an enemy, but as daughters and sons. It's, it's, the gospel is transforming. We don't have to stay where, we're, where we were at. We're a, new, we're a new creation in Christ, no longer, no longer hopelessly lost in, in the despair and judgment of our sin. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, that's, that's key. It's the, the, the Spirit's work through, through God's Word um, that we receive from God. Um, when we accept Christ, we are able to begin to walk out a radically transformed life. Ones of sanctification, becoming more Christ-like. So it's, it's active, and it... it it's living, it's active, and it transforms. <clears throat> God's word through the, revel through the revelation of the spirit is central to that change. How does it do that? Well, if we, if we read on, it says it, it pierces to the division of the soul and spirit of the joints and the marrow and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. So it pierces and discerns. The picture of, of the word as a sword is used often in, in God's word. Ephesians 6.17, calls, uh, this, it's the sword of the spirit. And then again in, in Revelation, uh, chapter 116, of, of the, the, the revelation of, uh, that, that John has of Jesus, um, says that from his mouth came a sharp two-edged sword. Author uh, Richard D. Phillips says, furthermore, it is a double-edged sword equally fit to save or judge. It carries a lot of weight. Um, he goes on to say that piercing to the division of the, the soul and the spirit of the joints and the marrow is not a point of, it's not a point of, of a separation taking place between man's physical and his spiritual nature. Um, this isn't like, this isn't like, uh, you know, the, the author of Hebrews isn't giving us like a lesson on anatomy or psycho psychology. You know what I mean? He's not, it's not surfacy like that. Um, he's trying to, to graphically show to, to depict the, the penetration of God's word, what that does in the, in the deepest part of our hearts and our being. <clears throat> Phillips goes, he says, uh, the word penetrates against all opposition so as to grip the whole man and not just any one aspect of this person. You know, it's once... When we, when we hear God's word, it's there, you know, it's, it's, you, so it's, it's like you have a choice. What do you do with it? You know, um, I, as Brandon was talking about Peter, John and James uh, in front of the Sanhedrin, you know, um, this is, you know, it, when they go before, you know, it, it, 
when they when when these guys are 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 in front of the Sanhedrin and professing Christ, when they heard that, they were cut to the heart and took counsel to slay them. I mean, these guys knew that, that they, they were cut to the heart. They knew what they, what they were saying was, was right, you know, in their hearts, but they were bucking that. They chose to, they, they, they chose to rebel against that. And again, in, in, you know, again, when, when Stephen is uh, in front of the Sanhedrin there, you know, he's, he's, he's professing to these guys in front of these guys. And, when, and again, you know, it says when they heard these things, they were cut to the heart and they gnashed on him with their teeth. But being full of the Holy Ghost, he looked up steadfastly to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. And behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. And then they cried out with a loud voice. They stopped their ears and ran upon him with one accord. And then they cast him out to the city to be a stone. And so they were just, you know, their hearts were hardened. They, they didn't want to hear it anymore. And, uh, but it's, you know, they were cut to the heart. They knew. They knew. They just, they... They chose not to. They chose not to believe, and so I mean, it's it's there. Whether you know, once once God's penetrating word is there, once we receive that, it's our choice what to do with it. We can run from it. We can hide from it. We can stiff arm God. It doesn't matter. Um, it, it's still there, and we're, we still have a. It, it's we still. You know, there's an opportunity to accept, or, or we can continue to continue on as as we do, or as as like these guys did, rejecting Christ. Um, once the penetrating word of God is there in our hearts, what does it begin to do? It discerns. It makes known the true intentions of our hearts. In Matthew 15:18, Jesus says, "But those things." which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart to defile the man. It's a heart issue. As we read God's word <clears throat> through, the, through the transforming power of the Holy Spirit, discerning our hearts, it continuously reminds us of our need for a Savior. <clears throat> Sorry. And it brings us to a place of, of conviction, repentance. It reminds, it reminds us of, uh, of the joy and the hope that we have in Christ. It breaks strongholds in our lives. The gospel demolishes the lies our sin, leave, our sin leads us to believe. For example, lust tells us, Long for what you cannot have, and you will be happy. And the gospel says, rejoice in what you do have in Jesus, and you will truly have joy. Vanity and pride. You know, perform, they say, they say to us, those, those, those lies say to us, perform beautifully, and you will have, have worth. Or find and cherish compliments, and you will be confident. You know, and the gospel says to that, the gospel refutes that and says, Jesus performed beautifully for you so that you never have, so, or, excuse me, so that you have never-ending worth. And your confidence comes not from your own sufficiency, but God who has made you sufficient in Jesus. 
So it, it's, <clears throat> it's all there. As God discerns, it is ultimately pointing us towards and bringing us closer to him. The Spirit empowers us to put sin to death by trusting in the gospel. Are we failing to experience the, the Spirit's power through God's word? Because, you know, it can, sometimes it can get, you know, I don't know, you get busy, it gets hectic. You know, and, and, and you know, sometimes I, it's, it sounds crappy, but, but, you know, to like, sometimes it just, you know, hope God's word is another, just another box check off, you know. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> I don't, but, but so, so what do we do in those times when, when it's just, when it's not, when we're not feeling the passion and the drive that, that, that we once felt or that we should feel towards God's word? How do we, you know, how do we react to that? Um, because that's a very real thing. Um, John Owen, um, recommends that we, that we return to prayer. He says that we should pray for these three things. Insight into God's promises, experience of our need, and the creation of desire. You know, for so, so for insight into God's promises, in, into God's promises, for him to, uh, to reveal to us the, the promises in his word. Um, and as, as an experience of our need, to, uh, to ask God to search our hearts and, and asking him to help us to, to experience our specific need for God right now. And whether that's, you know, whether that's to, to rejoice, whether that's, you know, to... to, to you know, whether that's confidence of God's provision, you know, looking at all the times that, that God has provided for his people faithfully. And, uh, you know, if it's, it's just, it's, it's all there for us. We just need to pray to God to, to, to show it to us, to, to show us what we need at, in that specific time. And he will. You know, and, and the creation of desire. You know, maybe this is somewhere we need to ask forgiveness if we have to. Asking him to create in us a new, fresh desire for Jesus. You know, like David said in Psalm 51, create in me a clean heart, O oh God. So I get, so back to those questions. Is the, is the spirit discerning to us? Is it active? Is, God's, is God revealing the intentions of our heart to us? You know, are we, are, are we really, are we seeking that from him? You know, what do we do, what do we do when that happens? Are we, are we experiencing joy? Are we being re released from the lies of our sin? Are we, are we rejoicing, repenting? Is, is there, is there conviction? You know, or, or do we, or, you know, when, when we get to it, you know, when, when, we, when we get to something that really, that really kind of pricks our hearts, that really, that, you know, what do we want to do? Like, oh, shut the Bible and be like, eh, I don't want to mess with that now, you know, and we, and we, 
and we hide from it, we run from it. You know, are we as, you know, are we, you know, do we turn as a man in James 1, uh, verse 23 and 24? It says, for if any man is, if anyone is a hearer of the word, not a doer, he's like a man that looks I, intently at, at his natural face in a mirror, for he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like. So are we, do we, when we're confronted with, with our need for Christ, with, with our need for, for repentance and stuff, what do, we, what do we do with that? Do we, do we run? <clears throat> um, and then, is God alive to us? Is, uh, is, has he given has he given you life? Have you accepted him? Have you, have you put your faith and trust in him? But listen, so, so is God alive to us? Is he giving you life? You know, have you, have, have you placed your faith and trust in God? Um, you know, here in a few minutes, you know, I caught these guys way off guard. Um, but, but no, like, like as we get ready to like do communion and that kind of stuff, and and, but I mean that's, I, I, have you have have you trusted in God, um, in the fact that that. Jesus came, died on the cross for us, for our sins. He, he's, you know, he, he was broken, man. He was, he was, he was just, he was beaten and and just is horrifically, and he did that for us. He didn't, he didn't balk about it. He didn't complain about it. He didn't try to weasel his way out of it. Maybe he heard me, huh? But. He, he did that willing, willingly for us because, because he loved us. Because, you know, and that's just, I don't know, that's an awesome thing. Um, and you know, it's, it's really cool that when we, when we come to put our faith and trust in him that way, when we, when we repent of our sins and turn away from our sins and put our trust in God, that, uh, that we... That, that we're forgiven of them. I mean, and we and we can look forward to a life of of uh, an eternity of praising and worshiping God. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. I mean, you can't, you know, praising Jesus 24/7, man. I mean, how does that? How do you top that, right? Uh, you can't. Um, so I guess we're gonna we're gonna go to communion. And uh, and just you know, take a few minutes as you guys before you guys come up, and uh, you know, and maybe see if you know. Just ask yourselves: Are you allowing God's God's word to 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 work in your lives? You know, are you uh, you know are are you trusting in Him? Do you, have you put your faith and trust in Him completely? Um, invite you guys up here. You don't have to be a member of the church. Um, it, it, all you have to do is is uh, have have placed your faith and trust in Jesus. Um, there's going to be a couple guys up here to serve, and then I'll be over there to pray, and uh, and just invite you guys forward to to participate in that. Um, you know, I yeah. So. Uh,
Yeah, let's, uh, let's pray. Father, um, thank you for uh, thank you for your word that you've given us. Thank you for its life-giving power. Thank you for the, the, the hard discerning look, the work that it does in our lives. It forces us to take a look at our lives and, and, and just and see where we stack up. It, it really, it, it draws out the, the, the imperfections, Lord. It draws out our shortcomings. It, it shows us where, where maybe, where maybe, you know, we need to, we need to find our joy, our, our hope in you. And, and it, it's, it's, I would just thank you for it. Cause it's, it, thank you for your spirit, Lord that through your spirit we're able to we're able to, to you know that, that your word is able to work in our lives Father we just we thank you for the work that you did on the cross so that we can be in home, be at home in heaven with you Amen You're listening to an audio message from the well a gospel-centered church family in Hastings, Nebraska that exists to grow disciples and glorify God. For more information, please visit www.thewellhastings.com.